Welcome to the Leadership Boost. Leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. Hello and welcome to Friday. This is your Leadership Mentor helping you boost your leadership into high performance and your host, Sean Smith. Today, I wanted to discuss a little bit more technical, get a little bit more practical. We've been doing a lot of inspirational episodes lately, but today just a a bit of a focus more on the practical aspect of an implementation of your leadership with your employees or staff in your organization or in your business or in your department. The question that came to me was, how do I lead a multi-generational workforce? Today, more than any other time, I think in history, we have, although you can't probably say that, but I I think because of the, the pace at, every, at which everything is moving, the size of the populations, global growth, etc., we're working with more multi-generational Uh, staff forces or employee forces or workforces than ever before. And because it's virtual, companies are and businesses are spread right across the world. They work virtual. You have virtual teams working. Uh, They are working in that whole arena of the cloud space. And communication becomes a little bit more difficult. Uh, Focus needs to change. Alignment needs to be there and companies and and departments, organizations, team leaders are struggling to get people on the same page and find that alignment. And many times they do not know how to, in fact, engage their their teams or their workforce or their uh, department, et cetera, et cetera, their employees, their teams. Somebody said to win in the marketplace, you must win in first win in the workplace. To win in the marketplace, you must first win in the workplace. Leadership principles never change. The laws of working with people never change. It doesn't matter which generation you move in. It's always the same. In the past, many Many times leaders and managers got away with apps actually working within the context of those laws and those principles simply because the dynamics of the workforce was different. You could demand their body and not have their heart. You could demand a, an output without dealing with the whole person. A changing workforce wasn't really the biggest dynamic people had to deal with, that leaders had to deal with. So somebody else said this, you'll attract the employees you need if you can explain why your mission is compelling, not why it's important in general, but why you're doing something important that no one else is going to get done. Today, that stands out more than ever before. Your multi-generational workforce want to be part of a bigger mission. They want to understand how and how, what it is and how they can contribute. They want to contribute. They 
they want to be seen as a whole person, not just as a statistic, not just as an employee, but as a spiritual person with desire, with passion, with vision, with focus. They want to have alignment into the, the mission and the vision of the organization. True leaders, true leaders find that alignment, work on that alignment, because you know that training up somebody costs way more than keeping somebody. So every time you've got to onboard somebody, go through the process of training them, you're actually losing profitability. You're losing production, you're losing performance. But when you bring, when you keep somebody and you keep them engaged in, in your mission as an organization, as a company, as an enterprise, you in fact are keeping yourself more profitable because that person just grows in their ability to contribute. But you need to be able to in fact engage them so that they feel like they have a contribution and an investment to make in the bigger picture. Frontline people define the reputation of your business, which is really your brand. You can market as much as you like, you can advertise as much as you like, but if, the, if, your, if your employees, your workforce, your staff, your team, who engage your stakeholders outside of your project, if they are not your greatest advocates of your reputation and brand, it's, it, it's not going to pay you anything. So if your people, if your employees, your team are not engaged and do not believe in where you're going and why, you have no brand. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of branding you, you conjure up in some advertising digital marketing company, you have no brand. You can train your staff in customer service as much as you like, but if they do not believe they are important to you, that you listen to them, that you engage them individually, you know them, they are disengaged and they will break customer service. They will break down your brand. Your brand needs to become the culture and you've got to be an active builder of your culture. Jack Welch said this, that there are only three measurements that tell you nearly everything you need to know about your organization's overall performance. Number one is employee engagement. Number two, customer satisfaction. And number three, profitability. Those three things, and in that order, are the measurements that tell you nearly everything you need to know about your overall performance. Employee engagement is the highest and one of the biggest problems globally that we have in an, on an organizational level. Engaged employees mean engaged customers. Engaged employee, employees mean higher performance and therefore greater profitability. Engage your employees exactly the way you want them to engage your customers. Stephen Covey said, Treat your employees exactly the way you want to treat them to treat your customers. But for me, strategically, 
I see that there has to be a strategic engagement of your staff so that they will not just treat your customers, but engage them relationally. Just like keeping your employees has got to be retaining, is a better word, retaining your employees, your staff, your team, it should be a high priority simply because of the profitability and the performance that goes along with keeping or maintaining those staff members, those employees, or your team members. The same principle applies to your, your customers. It's costly to find a new customer. You begin the whole relationship again, but engaging them with good relationship, with good engagement strategy, and you retain a customer and retaining customers if you're in that business. Now, if you're having to find new customers all the time, that's different. I mean, if you know, if you've got a one-sort kind of sale, but even then, you know, your your customers can be the biggest advocate of your brand. Are you building your relationships, or are do you see it as a one-off process? Uh, sell and get out and whatever happens after that happens because that's the culture of everybody and you know what I found what I found is working with with senior management teams and then those their teams under them what whatever the heartbeat of the of the leader is seems to not always communicate in total clarity to everybody else. If you're not communicating, it seems to be picked up. And if you have any sense that, you know, if you if you convey or communicate in any way that the client is not important, just think of incre- increasing that about 50%, if not more, well, yeah, let's call it 25 to 50% within the context of your employee, your staff. At a certain point, they stop caring. They pick up on your culture. So engaging your employees exactly the way you want them to engage your customers builds a culture of staff engagement. You, you, if you begin to do that, you build a whole culture, a brand culture of building engagement. Productivity, retention, motivation, innovation, and workplace well-being all go down when employee engagement is low and vice versa. So in other words, employee engagement is high, everything goes up. Productivity, retention, motivation, innovation, and workplace well-being all go up an article and it says 85 and I think I've mentioned this before but 85% of employees are not engaged in the workplace 85% not engaged according to Gallup's 2017 state of the global workplace only 15% of employees are engaged in the workplace this means that the majority of work workforce around the world are either viewing their workplace negativity negatively or are only doing the bare minimum, listen to that, bare minimum to make it through the day with little to no emotional attachment. The study also reveals remarkable geographical differences. The percentage of engaged force in the US is 33%, but in Western Europe, only 10% 
Alarmingly, in the UK, the amount of engaged employees is as low as 8%. And the number has been in steady decline in recent years. So here are seven things to think about for your staff or your employee or your team engagement. One, increase engagement. Don't, oh, how to increase engagement. Let me rather put that. <laughs> You're increasing engagement. Number one, active building of the culture. Active building of the culture. Make it a point to build the culture. Make it a point to be a doer. Make it a point of actually making it a value, one of your core values as a leader, and implementing, 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 doing it actively, not passively. Don't talk about it, but actually do it. Number two, connect with the whole person. Not just their work, not just the task, not just the, the, the um, project, but connect with the whole person. And I'm not talking about just going for a beer after work. I'm talking about engaging them, engaging the whole person. What motivates them? What inspires them? What are their values? What, how do they communicate? What are their ambitious, ambition? What are their goals? What are their performance goals for their life? Help them discover, coach them in their own leadership uh, dashboard. Number four is, or number three is, always realize that it's not a one-size-fits-all. All generations, that's what they did. They just applied one-size-fits-all to everybody. It doesn't work in, in a multi-generational setting. You've got to engage and you can do this. It doesn't matter what, what generation you are from and how many generations you are leading and have to engage. The principles stay the same. You can do this. If you, if you are a baby boomer and you face it, you know, you're just about to retire, you are in a prime position to actually model what it is to do proper engagement. Because you, you're not looking for trying to get approval anymore. And, you know, you, you can really teach, instruct, show and connect really at a, at a heart level. But for any generation, you can do this. But always bear in mind it's tailored. It's strategic. Strategic engagement for each member of your team or of your workforce and especially team, because if you're a huge organization, it's difficult for you. But you work, if you begin to build a culture that cascades down into alignment with that culture, it works. It works. So it's not one size fits all, tailored. Communicate. Communicate simply. Communicate powerfully. Communicate with clarity. Keep communicating. Number five, be real. Be real, be authentic, be transparent. Don't try and be aloof and some kind of guru. Be real. People connect on a whole level. People want to connect with you. And then lastly, be inspirational. Find your inspiration, know your inspiration, and be inspirational. And lastly, 
I'd like to say, don't dwell on what is wrong. Focus rather on what to do now. Don't focus on what has happened. Focus on where you are now. Focus on what you can do, the action steps you can take to be active, to, to deal with the whole person, to tailor it to each person strategically, to communicate, to be real, and to be inspirational. You can do this, you have got this, and you can be the outstanding leader that begins to focus in this area. I do a whole modality, coaching modality, on actually uh, working through in your leadership on how to connect and how to engage your team around you and working through, not training. Uh, you know, there's a difference between me standing in a room and telling you what to do, like on this podcast, but there's, a, there's another level where you actually, we discuss where you are and I ask you the right questions, facilitate you building this culture in your leadership of your staff engagement. It always starts with grounding you as a leader. Remember, um, in the show notes below, there's a link to book me on my calendar for a free call and a consultation to do your uh, leadership assessment and on the eight top eight essentials of your leadership, where to focus, building that plan, building that strategic direction, focus, clarity into your leadership so you ground it, you know where you're going, you know what you're about, you know what to focus on, you know where to develop. You have to have that first before you can pass on anything and start engaging others. And then you can cascade into alignment for the whole team. All right, so thank you for being with me. Click on the link below and let's set up a call with you ASAP. And so have a super weekend. I'll catch you tomorrow on Random Saturday. Until next time, this is Sean saying over and out.